The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. Again, today is Andrew Giuliani in for America's mayor. I think he'll be back tomorrow. We will discuss that toward the end of the show. I said he was going to be back today, but uh, alas, D.C. is a swamp. We'll put it that way, and we'll leave it at that, and I'll allow him to elaborate whenever he gets back, whether it be tomorrow or on Friday. But you're stuck with me, Andrew Giuliani, until until, uh, 4 o'clock. And uh, look, there is a whole lot to talk about with regards to another first son. I was going to say former first son, but he is a current first son, some guy named Hunter. Let's play the cut, and I'm going to cut on in a whole bunch of times here with some commentary, with some thoughts on this. As I, By the way, call into I want to hear your thoughts on this. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. But I am going to be chiming in on this because as I listen to this, I actually replayed about five different times because I was talking so much over it that I couldn't hear the next thing that he said. Without any further ado, Hunter Biden. I'm here today to answer at a public hearing any legitimate questions Chairman Comer and the House Oversight Committee may have for me. Okay, legitimate questions. What does that mean? Legitimate questions, right? Um, So are you the one, Hunter Biden, that's determining the legitimate questions, the ones with all of these business dealings with the Chinese CCP? You're the one who's going to determine legitimate questions. You're the moral authority on this, Hunter Biden. Okay, that's the first question. Let's go on. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family. Illegitimate. Okay, you've identified these as illegitimate. Why? Would you maybe be interested in uh, having some questions asked as to why, maybe under oath, so that way the American people who are suspect, like myself, I am suspect that you're telling the truth, could be, um, how shall I say this, Uh, could feel better about the fact that you may be telling the truth under penalty of perjury. Um, No. Okay, let's continue playing. Do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. Okay, hold on. And I'm going to tell you exactly what that is. This is called political strategy. And you have a Biden team that is down significantly in the polls right now that is popular is at 33 percent. And they realize what are they going to do? Let's play the victim card. Let's go and look at Hunter as a guy who was a drug addict, somebody who uh, deserves our sympathy not somebody who actually was involved in a plot to sell out the United States of America. I've said many times, I feel bad that the guy was addicted to drugs. But guess what? You don't get my sympathy for selling out the United States of America because you were addicted. And your father, who was the vice president, was involved in setting this scheme up to enrich themselves. Let's go play the tape. For that, I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. What are you accountable of? What what are you accountable of? You're given a five-minute press conference in front of the Capitol. You're not taking questions from the duly elected members of the House of Representatives. The House of Representatives, mind you, that is the closest body in Washington, D.C., to the American people. They have the least amount of constituents per U.S. senators. You should be held accountable to the American people, not to a prepared statement that was made by a bunch of political operatives. Let's continue. I'm making amends. 
But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their uh, political the, ma- the MAGA right. I love it. Keep on saying the MAGA right. I-, I tell you what, they obviously have done some polling on this on the left, and they believe that MAGA right is going to be something that's going to hurt Republicans in the election, right? You've heard it, MAGA right, MAGA right. But also, I have a feeling this is the same people that's polling that Bidenomics is going to somehow make Joe Biden look good. I don't think MAGA right sticks anymore. And I think as America continues to go down the tubes, get deeper involved in multiple foreign wars, and ultimately continues to see inflation rising through the roof, gas prices rising rising through the roof. Oh, I know some of you on the left will say, oh, wait a second, inflation is down. Guess what? It's still double from when Trump ended up leaving office. So don't tell me it's down. That's ridiculous. Let's go on. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother. Hold on, hold on. A father. Did he did he say how many kids he's a father to? Did he say? I, I didn't hear that. Did he say five or six or is the White House admitting that? Look, kids and as somebody who is a former first son, very delicate in terms of how you actually deal with children with regards to the uh, political uh, talking about children. Right. Obviously, the media, how they discuss first children. But this is a real problem when you have somebody who is disowning one of their children and the mother is out there and just asking for them to be a part of that family, and they're not even acknowledging it. So this is something that I think it's important to point out, that while he's out there spewing about the fact that he's a father, and we've seen how good of a father he actually is, um, that he still will not ultimately own up to one of those children. And even the White House, it's become a problem with the White House. And the Christmas, uh, the, the Christmas stuff the White House does, I think they had to take down this year uh, all of the different stockings because they didn't have one uh, for his uh, for his child that he fails to admit that is his. Let's continue on. And a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving oh, on a dozen on. different <laughs> uh, continue on to dozen different boards. So keep keep going. Boards of directors. Okay. So okay, there we go. I'm proud of my business career and my time on a dozen different boards of directors, including Barisma, which by the way, we all know he had zero expertise in in terms of oil and gas, either domestically or foreign oil and gas. And meanwhile, he's involved in a Ukrainian energy company. That um, that is obviously uh, corruption. We're going to get to what his father ended up saying after he ends up saying this that directly connects that. But keep that in mind. He's proud of his. I mean, this is just the shameless Washington, D.C. That's what this is. This is the shameless left. Let's continue on with Hunter Biden. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Uh, I wonder if any of those global business relationships might have involved taking Air Force Two as a means of transportation. Because uh, if I remember correctly, uh, back when Joe was vice president, Hunter ended up flying on over to China with Joe. And then just magically, a $1.5 billion donation. Oh, did I say donation? I meant uh, contribution. Oh, did I say contribution? I meant investment with Hunter's investment company. 
uh, was given to Hunter Biden. Uh, I, I wonder if he ends up mentioning Air Force Two and he's enjoyed his travel on Air Force Two and now Air Force One with his businesses. Let's continue on with Hunter. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife. Hold on a second. How my ch- how did we how did MAGA Republicans invade your privacy? You are the one that left the laptop, which you can't seem to get whether or not it's Russian disinformation or it's true. You have conflicting stories on that. You've even filed conflicting information on whether or not you've owned up to it or you haven't. It obviously is yours. It's been authenticated by leftist rags like the New York New York Times, the Washington Post. I can't even get out New York Times. You hear that? I was all choked up in trying to get out New York Times. That's how much it makes me want to throw up when I even think about the New York, the New York Times or the Washington Post. Let's continue on with Hunter. Children, my family, and my friends. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction. They've belittled my recovery. Hold on a second. Uh, your struggle with addiction, I have to tell you again, very simply, um, I sympathize with the fact that he is somebody who is in recovery. And frankly, as a human being and as a Christian, I hope that he is able to actually live his life in recovery. Again, has zero connection to the fact that this is a man who is involved in selling out the United States of America. Stop trying to combine those issues and stop stop trying to make it unclear for the American people. This is extremely clear, and they're two separate Things. It just so happened that you were involved in selling out the United States of America while you were addicted. That does not give you immunity in doing that. You don't sell out the United States of America. Let's go on. And they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do- devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Hold on. You're here. But wait a second. You're outside the Capitol for five and a half minutes. You won't even go inside and answer questions. That doesn't you don't get to say I'm here and doing that. I mean, that's like um, that's like a gladiator, let's say, back in the Roman Coliseum, being out in front of the Roman Coliseum saying, I'm here, but I'm not going inside. No, 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 I'm not going to go inside. Can you imagine if Maximus did that in the movie Gladiator? I know it's fictional. I know. I know it's fictional. But I'm just trying to paint a picture over here. Let's continue. Let me state as clearly as I can. My father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer. Now, hold on a second. Remember, this changes So, and a couple other people have pointed this out. This is not an Andrew Giuliani original idea. I've seen this, I think maybe from uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think I've seen it from a few other people that have pointed out that now the story is changing from uh, what it is now, which is Joe Biden was not financially involved, to we never discussed business with my father. And Joe Biden had said, I've never discussed business with my son time and time again just want to point that out because you see the story starting to slip down starting to slip i don't know what the next the next thing ultimately is that joe biden never signed checks as vice president for uh my uh my my private business maybe that's the next one let's continue on with hunter board member of burisma not in my partnership with a chinese private businessman 
not in my investments at home nor abroad. Hold on one second. Again, you took Air Force Two over to ultimately secure that deal for your private investment company, right? So, yes, Joe Biden was involved in this. I mean, when you talk about Burisma, Joe Biden said out there, and I'm going to play this here when we get back from the break in a little bit, Joe Biden said that guess what? If they ultimately don't drop the case, if you don't fire that prosecutor, you ain't getting the aid. And son of a gun, we'll play it for you when we end up coming back. We're going to continue on with Hunter Biden. Can you believe that Hunter Biden is a guest on the Rudy Giuliani show? I never would have guessed it over here. Well, guess what? He's as much of a guest as he was on Capitol Hill today. So come on back. More Hunter Biden. And uh, and let's see if this guy can tell the truth because it's not seeming that way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Filling in today for Mayor Rudy Giuliani is Andrew Giuliani. Before we get back into Hunter Biden, I want to send condolences to one of our family here, uh, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo's mom passed away uh, this morning. She was 99, lived an amazing life, obviously saw her son become a a star and and one of... uh, New Jersey's uh, greatest son. So we want to send a heart out, heartfelt welcome, heartfelt uh, condolences uh, to uh, Jersey Joe Piscopo's mom, and hopefully she's receiving a, a warm welcome at the pearly, da- pearly gates right now. Um, let's get back to Hunter Biden and where we were with Hunter out in front of the Capitol steps today, not wanting to actually go inside, not actually wanting to take any questions on her penalty of perjury, but instead showing a uh, political statement out in front of the Capitol. Let's continue with Hunter. Certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. Which, by the way, and I'll pause that for a second, um, just so you know, and this is one of the things that you learn about when you end up going to work for the White House in particular, um, that foreign agents try to look to see if people are vulnerable in any kind of way. 
Are they addicted to something? Could they become addicted to something? Is there a way to get them potentially on their finances? Are they financially desperate? Are they outliving the means by which they can produce? Because they know that targets are potentially vulnerable. And the closer you have a target to the president, the vice president, a senator, a member of Congress, the better it is to potentially infiltrate that member of Congress, that senator, that vice president in this case, or now that president. Let's continue with Hunter. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. But the evidence is absolutely out there. I'm sorry, but we've gone over this time and time and time again. And actually, Joe Biden provides some of this evidence right out of his mouth when you connect this stuff. We've seen the checks now in terms of this. And by the way, uh, interviewing Hunter Biden, actually going in for testimony in Congress, would actually produce more evidence for these members of Congress to be able to do it. That's why this is a strategy, a political strategy, by those the Biden political team and Hunter's lawyers that are together on all this. Let's continue. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement. Hold on. He said cherry-picking lines. Now, I I know this is being a little uh, facetious over here, but I think Hunter was the only one involved in cherry-picking lines, if you know what I mean. Let's continue on. Texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life, so much so that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. What have what have Republicans lied about, by the way? I haven't seen actually what they're alleging that Republicans are actually making up and lying about here. I say I hear that they're saying, well, they're lying, but there's no other explanation for this. Um, again, that's why this is something that I think you're seeing as um, an emotional plea, if you will, right now by the Biden team. This is not something that's presenting facts. And again, we've been educating kids and we talked about this a little bit this week. Even we've been educating kids in America not to critically think, not to look at both sides of an issue, but really about being emotionally uh, prone to please, if you will. And that's what this is. Well, look, we've got to take a hard break over here. But when we come back, we're going to hear more from Hunter Biden and what he said, not his testimony to Congress, but his political spiel, his prepared spiel in front of Congress today. Come on right back. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Andrew Giuliani in for America's mayor today. He may be back with us tomorrow. We're going to find out. But uh, in the meantime, we'll hold down the fort until uh, Mayor Giuliani returns from the swamp. It is a really swampy place, too, by the way. I went down there last week, and, um, you know, I loved the four years that I worked for President Trump. But I have to tell you, from my standpoint, I I really missed New York. I loved – the best way to put it is once I got inside the gates of 
1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, right? I worked in the old executive office building and in the West Wing, kind of a combination of both. Uh, and actually go over to the East Wing a decent amount. Once I got inside the gates, I loved my work. I loved my job. Not every single moment of every single day. There are political battles and there are days where you're like, Oh my goodness. When is, when are we going to be able to figure this out? When are we going to let common sense actually uh, get its way to the top over here on a particular issue on or on this or when you're dealing with Congress, trust me, it's like, you know, banging your uh, your head against a wall continually. Um, but for the overall most part, I absolutely loved the job. I didn't love the city and I didn't love the town as beautiful as it was to see the monuments and obviously uh, beautiful as the capital is and, and everything and, and the, the history of the town. Uh, we call it, a t- it's a city really, but it's, it's one of the 10 biggest cities in the world, but, uh, in the country, I should say. But, uh, when I look at it from New York, it certainly feels like a town. And the reason why is because everybody was just concerned about your proximity to power. There, I felt like there were so few, and I did make some good genuine relationships there. So I can't say it was, it, there were no genuine relationships. There are some very good friends that I made coming out of the White House, but I felt like so much of it was just on the surface. And the proximity to power. But speaking of Washington, D.C., Hunter Biden, as we have been covering for the first 35 minutes of this show, was outside of the Capitol building today. And actually, Hunter Biden is our guest on the Rudy Giuliani show. No, he's not. We're just playing a clip of Hunter Biden. And I am commenting. I am going to continue my commenting once Hunter Biden continues right now. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. And, and you know, uh, we we will hear exactly what Joe Biden said about this. So this is not something that we like made up and said, you know what? This would be a really interesting detective's novel if we had the vice president of the United States going over and firing a prosecutor in a foreign country who Joe Biden was uh, telling to get fired. So that way is Hunter that that way Hunter could stay on his board, which was extremely suspicious and told to be one of the most corrupt companies in Ukraine, in the Ukraine gas sector and all that stuff. It's not like this was a fictional novel or something like that. This is something that Joe Biden actually said, and he said it here in New York. We'll continue with that in a little bit, but let's go to Hunter right now. Photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love. The light of my dad's oh, love Hold on, hold me. on. That's a, that's a good pause for effect. Hunt, I've got to give Hunter a lot of credit here. That was very good to pause for effect. Make it like you're about to cry and then, you know, continue on with your statement. So they trained him very well. I wonder if that took like four or five times of actually trying to practice that or if Hunter is actually a pretty good actor. That was a pretty good job acting there, Hunter. Let's continue on. And presented it as darkness. They have no shame. Hold on. Says the guy, says the guy in all of these videos that we've seen prancing around butt naked with prostitutes and uh, and money and guns, by the way. Uh, let's continue on. These same committee chairmen have engaged in... And now, and now not only do we not have shame, says Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden is the moral authority on shame. And I guess Jim Jordan is shamed, according to Hunter Biden. I guess James Comer is shamed. I wonder if now when they get invitations 
to things and events at Washington, D.C. Instead of it saying the Honorable James Jordan, the Honorable Jim James Comer, wherever they go by their first name. I wonder if it now says the shamed James Comer. I wonder if that's what it actually says, because Hunter Biden is obviously the moral authority on this. Let's continue. Political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, Remember, the FBI sat on this. The FBI sat on this. By the way, I got to give a little credit to Diego over here doing a fantastic job because I've got the hand signals out over here. I mean, I look like I was if I was Hunter Biden right now at an airport directing traffic, you would have planes crashed in all different kinds of way. It looks like Hunter Biden directing traffic at an airport uh, when he was high on cocaine throughout all this. That's what I look like throughout all this. And Diego's doing a great job keeping it all. Let's continue with Diego. I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. And by the way, Jim Jordan has said very clearly that right now the reason why we want to do a closed door hearing now is because you're going to have every single Democratic member of Congress get up and do a political speech because of this. So it's going to turn into a political circus, which is exactly what the Biden camp wants. So they want to actually dig down and get to the facts. That's why they're doing a closed door. It doesn't mean there won't be a public hearing in the in the in the next step, but they actually want to get to facts and not just be political sound bites for the campaigns of all of these elected members of the House. Go on. Here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Hold on. You won't even, and this is, I want to be very, very clear about all this. You won't even answer questions of the press after all this. So you're out there saying, look at me. Here I am. I'm being transparent. Here's my five-minute prepared speech. And guess what? I won't even answer questions. I won't even answer the press's questions. That's how little you care about transparency forget about actually being put under oath by members of congress by us by we the people let's go on republicans do not want an open process where americans can see their tactics expose their baseless inquiry or hear what i have to say no no we 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 absolutely do this is the first step you've got to remember Don Jr. was had to testify behind closed doors for 40 hours with the fake Russia investigation. Remember that investigation by Robert Mueller that was based off of not intelligence, but a political dossier. That's right. An oppo research dossier that was false. And Don Jr. had to go in for 40 hours. Yet this guy's complaining about potentially having to do that and trying to get to the facts for Republicans are trying to do instead of making this a political spiel by everybody on the left. Let's go on. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. And there we go. Hunter is done. And the reason why I was pausing there for a second is there's something coming up about Judge Chutkin pausing Trump's Washington, D.C. trial amid an immunity dispute. So I'm going to have to look into that here, maybe over our next break here, to try to get a little more detail into what that is. Um, But going back to Hunter here very quickly, obviously what Hunter is saying is Republicans don't have the facts on their side, and we're making this all up. Now, I want to direct you back to 
Joe Biden and what he said after he left the vice presidency in 2017. I think he was addressing some international committee here, the International Committee of Foreign Relations or something like that here in New York. So let's go to cut 21, Joe Biden. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Son of a, you know what? He got fired. The prosecutor that was investigating his son, this is while Joe Biden was vice president and was investigating Hunter for his being on the board of the corrupt company, Charisma, and he got fired because Joe Biden held, would have uh, uh, threatened to hold back aid. It's that simple. That simple, ladies and gentlemen. So when you hear that Republicans are making it up, just go back to that. Just go back to what Joe Biden admitted and connect what really is one dot here. Not that much. There's a reason why Joe Biden was involved in all this. There's a reason why he wanted the prosecutor out, and that's because the prosecutor was actually looking into Hunter Biden's involvement and how they was making $83,000 a month on the board of Burisma, a corrupt company. So Joe Biden says it himself. Let's go to cut 17 of Marjorie Taylor Green, Representative Taylor Green here forward follow the process uh, for contempt of Congress, um, which absolutely should be done. Hunter Biden refusing to show up today is unacceptable. President Trump's own children set for hours and hours, seven, eight, nine hours, each of them, um, uh, in front of Democrat-led committees. Why, why is it a double standard for the Biden family? Um, Hunter Biden clearly is trying to hide and cover up the money laundering. Okay, so and the abuse. we get the point of what she's trying to say. She should be held in contempt. And remember, it's not just the uh, the Trump kids that we're talking about here that had to go in for hours and hours and hours. Don Jr. over 40 hours. She actually undersold that one. But think about the fact that Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro were held in contempt of Congress for not testifying in front of the January 6th committee, which, by the way, the January 6th committee were against the rules of the House of Representatives and still pushed through by, at the time, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. And why was it against the rules of the House of Representatives? Because the minority, at the time, Minority Leader McCarthy, did not have the right to appoint who he wanted to. Remember, the majority the speaker and the minority, the minority leader in Congress, have the opportunity to fill all of these committees, especially these select committees, in relation to how many members of Congress there are. So if there's 60 percent Republicans and 40 percent Democrats, then on the committee, if the committee is 20, you would have my math is going to be bad here. Twelve Republicans and eight Democrats. Right. You'd have 60 percent Republicans and and uh, and 40 percent Democrats. Well, guess what? The only Republicans they actually filled with that select committee was Liz Cheney, who we know is a devout Trump hater, and Adam Kinzinger. That's it. Both of who are not even elected to Congress 
anymore because Republican voters don't feel like they have represented them. That's simple. And so when Bannon and Navarro were held in contempt of court over a sham select committee that never actually followed the rules of the House of Representatives, and you're not going to hold Hunter Biden in contempt of court, you better hold him in contempt of, of Congress. You absolutely have to. Because then what's next? This is actually legitimate questions that Republicans have based on what the Biden family has said publicly and based on what has been exposed, exposed these payments. So, look, when we get back, we're going to take a couple of your calls after the mayor's final thoughts, the Tunnel of Towers mayor's final thoughts here on the Rudy Giuliani show. Andrew Giuliani sitting in for America's mayor today. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Well, the mayor's final thoughts are sponsored by Tunnel the to Towers Foundation. Please donate $11 a month to Tunnel the to Towers at T2T.org. You know, I got to give credit to my wife over here. She's listening and sent me a text and said, uh, Hunter's saying his trial is unfair. What about what they're doing to your father? That's right. What about what they're doing to the namesake of the show, America's Mayor? All of the absurd, politically motivated trials because he had the audacity to defend Donald Trump. What about that? But the left isn't going crazy about that. Instead, they're trying to nail somebody who's been a supporter of even the – I mean, look, it almost has nothing to do with President Trump. I mean, it has everything to do with President Trump. But really – It has everything to do with our Constitution, right? And your due process rights to have a lawyer be able to represent you, especially if you're the president of the United States. So the fact that they've actually gone after him, Hunter Biden is complaining about something that, uh, again, uh, it's obviously a real double standard here. So credit out to my wife, who obviously is the far more intelligent one in the relationship. Although, as you've been hearing from me the last three days, that's obviously not saying much. So, oh, look, I want to get to a bunch of calls because you've been waiting patiently on the line here. So let's get to a couple calls before we end up handing it off to my main man, Bo Snurley, on the other side. Let's go to Jimmy on line three in Brooklyn. Jimmy, how you doing? Now, listen to your show, boy. You're really articulate. You, you're you really doing good work. Oh, thank you, listen, Jimmy. Uh, there was a book written by Diana West, a really great researcher. The book is titled The Red Thread. The Red Thread. She's exposing and showing the connections between all the radical left and the Russian collusion mm. hoax. You have to see this. We're actually living in. It's a uh, book or the, a documentary? A book? It's a book. The it's Red Thread. The Red Thread okay. by Diana West. I wrote it down. We're, we're in a communist revolution here. We are really, really in serious trouble. If MAGA doesn't win, we're in trouble. The entire world is united. All the enemies of America, radical Islam, the various communist countries, communist movements, the popular front, mm-hmm. KGB front groups in America, all united. They're trying to stop Trump. He really is our last hope. J- Jimmy, you know, I, 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 I got to tell you, I, I'm going to look this up, the red thread in terms of what you talked about. You know, one of the things that I, I remember and actually I saw it, I've seen it a bunch of times, but I saw it again a few weeks ago was I don't remember if it was a 60 Minutes interview or a 2020 interview decades ago where you had the old former KGB agent who had defected to America talking about exactly what the Soviets had planned to do here in the United States and how you infiltrate from the inside, saying that it's the most effective, but it takes the most time. If you look at actually what's happened with our education, 
with politics right now, uh, with social justice, with, uh, you know, the diversity, equity, inclusion of Black Lives Matter and organizations like that. I mean, they kind of nail it. Actually, maybe tomorrow we'll get some of this stuff if, uh, if I have to fill in again today. If I get to fill in, I should say, for America's mayor. Let's go to Nate on line five in the Bronx talking about Hunter Biden. The Bronx, sorry. I said the Bronx. It's the Bronx. Sorry, Nate. Yeah, uh, so I mean, basically, with what uh, Hunter Biden's charged with, there's no way in hell he should not be facing prison time. Mm-hmm. The same way the same way the cop, the Capitol Hill cop who murdered Ashley Babbitt, should be on, uh, you know, pretty much should should be indicted, and he should have been uh, also facing prison time. Yeah, let's let's even just look at the at the counts that we know of right here. Right, false statement to purchase a firearm. Face a maximum of 10 years imprisonment. False statement related to information required to be kept by federal uh, firearm licensed dealers. Whatever we think about these right here, right? That's five years imprisonment. Possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or of addicted to a controlled fire uh, substance. That's 10 more years imprisonment. So, Nate, you're absolutely right on this stuff. And one final thing, if yeah. I may, uh, building on what Jimmy said with regard to resources, you have to find out where these ideologies, these left wing, nonsensical, crazy ideologies come from, mm-hmm. whether it's CRT in the schools, brainwashing in the schools, yeah. uh, you know, the neoconservatives are even a left wing uh, origin um, political movement. There's one resource I really want to recommend. It's called The Culture of Critique by Dr. Kevin McDonald. Culture of Critique. Le- yes. Okay. Culture of Critique by Dr. Kevin McDonald. It goes in how the left has actually infiltrated the school system, the colleges, the universities, the mass media, how they completely control all of the PowerPoints in our society and how they're driving with their left-wing policies this country literally into the ground. Okay, Nate. Well, Matt- Hey, I, I like it. I, I've got a couple of a little take home work over here, a little homework assignment today between the culture of critique and the red thread. I'm going to look into both of them right there. I think they're really important stuff. Let's get to Sandra on line one. I want to talk about Matt Gates, who I mentioned yesterday. Go ahead, Sandra. Oh, okay. I met you Saturday night. I don't know if you remember. Yes, me. of I course. Met you twice now. I, I thought I was gonna. <laughs> I thought I thought that was you. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Go ahead. You know, on Monday, okay, you spoke in depth about Matt Gates, and you really want us to support him. I put Matt Gates in my mind to having us the greatest Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Isn't it right that if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have Mike Johnson? Absolutely. You can directly connect the line. And what did you think about how well Matt Gates spoke and how, uh, I mean, he seems like just like a natural-born leader, doesn't he? Absolutely. He was very well received that night. And uh, he's he's great. I mean, absolutely. And, and like I said, I connect him with the, uh, the Speaker of the House that I'm crazy about. And I and I'm grateful. So, well, yeah. Well, well, Sandra, thank you again, as always, for calling in. I look forward to seeing you next time. It was an incredible night on Saturday with President Trump speaking. Matt Gates was amazing as well. And you could see, actually, it, it's very rare where President Trump really and not acknowledges somebody speaks very well, but is really impressed by the way, somebody's able to uh, to command an audience, and he was very impressed by the way that Matt Gates was able to command that audience. And you're absolutely right. There's a direct connection between our current Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, and Matt Gates. Had Gates not stood up, then we wouldn't have had this. And Gates has taken a whole lot of heat. And like I've said to any of those squishy Republicans out there, if you may reside in New York, don't be so squishy. 
stand by somebody that's actually standing up for conservative principles and ideals. You know, here on the Rudy Giuliani Show, we stand for conservative ideals and principles. Something called the United States Constitution. My main man, Bo Snerdly, loves that Constitution as well. He's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.